Hey, how you doing, Ignite City Church? Hey, I wanted to share a little something that stood out from yesterday's reading, 1 Peter chapter 2 this time. And the first part that stood out to me, I even highlighted just these five words. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 4, and it says this, As you come to him. I had to stop there and I actually wrote a note in my Bible and highlighted the note. And I said this, May this statement never be ordinary. I feel like what can happen is that we just kind of get used to the fact that we can approach God whenever we want. I mean, think about it. We can, we can talk to God whenever we want. We can, we can pray. We can hear from Him. We can open His Word. We, we spend the day thinking about Him and trying to obey Him and serving Him. But when we come into His presence, it's like, well, it's, it can kind of become just another thing. But friends, we have to remember how this was paid for. As you come to Him, I'm invited. We're invited to come to God but it only came about because of Jesus, because of what Jesus did for us. So as you come to him, and then he, he goes on to explain it, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up. That means we're in process as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And then he goes on to explain, okay, the Old Testament, it points to Jesus and He's the, he's the chosen and precious cornerstone. Uh, whoever believes him will not be put to shame. But he's also the stone that the builders rejected in verse 8. That those who saw Jesus when he was here and rejected him, the religious leaders who rejected him and made sure he was crucified, he was, he was, one, he was a stone to be stumbled over. But because of what Jesus did, listen to who we are. This is our identity. He says, but you are, verse 9, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Friends, here's the words that stood out to me when you look at it. When you look at the part about identity, these are the words that stand out. Friends, when we can accept the fact that you're chosen, you're not a leftover, uh, you weren't just kind of the, the run of the mill. It's like, well, the run, the run of the mill, the runt of the mill. But you're actually picked. He wanted you, chosen. That's a that's a huge thing. But he, and remember, he's speaking to a whole follow, like the whole community of believers. He says you're a chosen race, and you're a royal priesthood. So when you go from holy, I'm not sorry, from chosen, we're chosen by God, and because of that, we're also royal. But this royal priesthood that we're all involved in the ministry of God and a holy nation. I think also when you think of priesthood, also remember the priest was the only one to go into the very presence of God, to go into the, the holy of holies who could sacrifice who could sacrifice animals to God on behalf of people. But we're this royal priesthood. We can go into the presence of God as you come to him. We can do that because of what Jesus did. We're a royal priesthood, a holy nation. So those three words, chosen, royal, and holy. Friends, that's our identity. When I stand before when I stand before God, I don't have to fear him because I'm not sure what he thinks about me or what he's going to do to me. I'm fearful because he's just God. And then the invitation is constantly reminded and, and given to me, hey, don't be afraid, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. Why? Because, because of Jesus. I, I'm chosen. I'm part of the chosen race. And that sounds so weird today because some people have taken and mutilated that statement, that phrase, the chosen race. 
Friends, when we look at it, this isn't a racism thing. This is God looking at people. And now it's to all believers, all followers of Jesus who are from all ethnicities, all people groups. And he's saying you're a chosen race. There's one race. We're all part of it. And you were picked. You were a chosen race. A royal priesthood. We're part, we're part of royalty because our father is king and a holy nation. We're set apart. And friends, I'm I know that even maybe for some that listen to this, if I mean there's there's not a ton. There's there's a few. Uh th- those who listen, you say, Well, are you saying we can't be patriotic? Friends, we can love our country. We also have to remember that this isn't the only country on the planet. And when we start to identify ourselves with only this nation, forgetting that there's a massive world out there, and the the highest majority of people living on the earth are not in the United States of America. That we need, but we realize, hey, because we're sojourners on this planet, because we're exiles, where we were, this is not quote unquote home, but we're here for a month, for a, for a time, and we want to be good citizens while we're here. But every follower of Jesus should desire that to be good citizens of where it is they live. But we also have to remember there are there are millions of followers of Christ who are in really difficult places. Um, because simply because they're followers of Jesus, they're persecuted more than anyone else because they love Jesus. And so I'm not saying, hey, don't love your country. You can, but don't love it more than the kingdom of God. Don't identify yourself as only an American, but first and foremost, and I believe this with all my heart, first and foremost, I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. That is my primary that is my only identity. And I'm and I am a citizen of heaven who gets to live in the United States of America. And I can say, well, therefore, therefore, because of that, I'm an American, but I'm not an American Christian. I'm a Christ follower who lives in America. Therefore, my identity is not based on where I live, but whose I am. And so you are cho- you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. And the question is a people for his own possession. So you go from chosen to royal to holy, God's own possession. Friends, that is a beautiful identity to have. That is absolutely mind-blowingly beautiful and gorgeous. It is life-giving and freeing to know that I am his own possession. And then it's connected. So our identity, let that sink in for a moment. And then you sit there and go, what am I supposed to do? Friends, our identity is supposed to fuel our purpose. What it is that we're about. Look at what he says. A chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of him. That we're supposed to proclaim the excellencies of Jesus who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Friends, our identity is completely based upon and founded in Jesus. And our purpose is completely 100% based upon and founded in Jesus. I am, you are, we are chosen, royal, holy, a people of his own possession. Also that, what? We can enjoy him, absolutely. But we have a mission here on the planet. Also that we can proclaim the excellencies of him who called us. He called us. We weren't looking for a way out, but he called us out of darkness. And he called us into his marvelous light. It's one thing to be called out of something, but he's actually he's actually also inviting us into something. So when you talk about the topic of repentance, repentance is to turn away from something, but it's also a turning towards something. So I'm turning away from sin because I'm turning to Christ and forgiveness and redemption and restoration and God's grace and mercy and all these things that come with it. 
but I'm turning away from and to something. He chose us out of darkness and brought us into light. And our response, because of who we are, what we're supposed to do is supposed, we are supposed to, we're supposed to make known. We're supposed to proclaim the excellencies of Jesus who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Friends, hold on. Hold on to who you are in Jesus. It starts, our whole identity is wrapped in who Jesus is. Nothing else. It's all about him. Because if, if that's where my identity rests and Jesus is foundational, nothing changes him or his ways, that means my identity is secure. My inheritance is being guarded like we looked at yesterday. My inheritance is being guarded by God himself in the heavens. And I'll, and I'll have that one day fully. You will too. We will have that fully one day. But until then, it's being guarded and we need to live in this reality. I'm chosen by God. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a part of the people of his own possession. All of us can say that. How beautiful is that? And all of this so that we can proclaim the excellencies of Jesus. Friends, I was, so, I was so blown away, so greatly reminded about the beauty and the freedom that comes with knowing who I am because of whose I am. And because of that, I know what I'm supposed to do. And all of us can say the exact same thing. Hold on to that. Chapter 2, verse 9 of 1 Peter. I pray it's a blessing to you, an encouragement, and something that triggers in us, hey, we've got something to do because we want everyone to hear about this, that they too can become part of the chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people uh, for his own possession. Friends, love you more than you know. We'll talk later.